Yes, the meep. I promise I can help him get home and then you'll never see me again. You're assuming he as a pronoun. True. Yes, sorry, good point. Are you he or she or they? My chosen pronoun is the definite article. I am always the meep. Oh, I do that. So of all the fandoms out there who are having to deal with woke BS essentially destroying the franchise that they care about, I probably feel the worst and have the most sympathy for Whovians, fans of Doctor Who. And the reason why that is, is because Doctor Who is one of the oldest IPs that there is, one of the longest running shows in history. So there's just so much lore and tradition behind the show for fans to get invested in, coupled with the fact that I think that show, more than probably any other show, has fallen the hardest to woke activists. And I mean, in support of that, need we look any further than like literally the clip that opened this video? I mean, that's a real moment that happened in this show that is supposed to be about sci-fi and not pronouns. Ideally, it's not supposed to be about pronouns, even though clearly, it basically is at this point. You see, right now, Doctor Who is celebrating its 60th anniversary, which is a huge deal for the show, of course. And to commemorate that, they are releasing three special episodes. And unfortunately, as many Doctor Who fans predicted, but uh, were hoping would not be the case, seems like the specials have almost been competing with each other to see which one can be the wokest. And they've each, in their own way, won. The first special, The Star Beast, that was released in November, that's the episode that had the meep, and it seemed to focus on gender identity, I suppose. Because you see, in addition to the meat pronoun scene, this exchange is also included in the episode. Regarding the character Rose, a male to non-binary female presenting trans individual. The episode features a scene where, quote, while helping her mother carry some items from their car into their home, Rose is mockingly catcalled by a pair of passing young men with the use of her original name, Jason. Oi, Jason, you all right? Looking good, Jason. Give us a kiss, J-boy. To which the trans individual responds by imploring her subsequently enraged mom to just leave it. And if that wasn't enough later on in the episode, and by the way, spoilers for Doctor Who fans here, I guess, it's later revealed that, quote, the Doctor and Donna come to realize that the reason Rose was able to receive the metacrisis energies was thanks to her non-binary identity because like her, the Doctor is male and female. Ah, thank you, Doctor Who. Thank you for teaching us that not only is being trans okay, but it's actually a good thing and not just a good thing, but a superpower even. Great stuff, which brings us to uh, the second special that came out, Wild Blue Yonder, in which among other things, Sir Isaac Newton, the scientist and very real person was portrayed as being uh, Brown. Yeah, you see Nathaniel Curtis is a half Indian actor and the people in charge over Doctor Who decided, hey, you remind me of Sir Isaac Newton, I guess, and cast him to play the role. Another thing, of course, is that uh, we know what Isaac Newton looked like. We have paintings depicting him and kind of seems like he, he was just white, which is, you know, not a good thing, not a bad thing. It's just, it's a fact. Some people historically are and have been white. And, you know, those those people are not half Indian. And it's okay that there are different categories. And we have more to talk about, but first I do want to tell you all about a really cool opportunity you have to buy The Blind Movie on blazetv.com. So for years, Hollywood has been lacking when it comes to stories of redemption. Movies and TV shows, they generally tend toward the anti-hero nowadays. You know, the flawed person who makes absolutely no effort to change, it just becomes worse and worse as the story goes on. But the great news is that The Blind, the true story of the Robertson family is now available for purchase on Blaze TV. 
Maybe you've made a mess of your life. Maybe someone you love is in a dark place. Heck, maybe all of the above. If you or someone you know feels beyond redemption, you need to watch this movie. Because there's always hope. Always. And The Blind takes you on the incredible journey through the life of Phil Robertson, you know, from Duck Dynasty, giving you an intimate look into the man behind the legend and the trials, the triumphs, and the values that have shaped him through the years. And while The Blind wasn't a Blaze Media production, since Phil is such a big part of our Blaze TV family, we wanted to make sure you had the opportunity to stream it on Blaze TV. Because it isn't ours, though, we can include it as part of the Blaze TV subscription. But if you'd rather purchase it and stream it on Blaze TV rather than, you know, Apple or Amazon, we wanted to make sure that the opportunity was there for you. So act now. Don't miss the opportunity to own The Blind, a Phil Robertson story on Blaze TV. Buy today at blazetv.com slash the blind for $19.99. Again, that is blazetv.com slash the blind. So anyway, predictably, a lot of people who saw that special were kind of scratching their heads wondering why the specific casting decision was made, which I think is very fair. But it's funny, the casting director for Doctor Who, uh, Andy Pryor, he recently gave an interview where he actually did end up addressing the backlash to the casting of Sir Isaac Newton and according to this man. Well, if you don't like Brown Sir Isaac Newton, you just, you're villainizing minorities. Now, as Bounding Into Comics explains, when speaking with Pryor, interviewer David Opie, quote, turned their discussion to how there's been backlash from so-called fans of Doctor Who in regard to these particular castings, that they're too woke, for want of a better word. Subsequently, asking the director, you've engaged a bit with this discussion online, but I wondered if you had anything else to add on this response to castings such as these. And here, of course, he is referring to the casting of Isaac Newton, as a half Indian man. But I just want to touch on the fact that uh, Doctor Who fans is in, in quotes here as if you cannot actually be a Doctor Who fan if you have a problem with Sir Isaac Newton uh, not being played by a white guy. Because I guess diversity and social justice are now such core tenets, such important vital parts of Doctor Who that to reject them means you basically have to reject the show entirely. But this article continues that in turn Pryor asserted, it's sad that we're in a time where people villainize minorities. This sort of chatter, I'm very good at kind of tuning it out. And I'm also very, very happy to block people on Twitter. I don't really have any time for bigotry at all. What? It's bigotry to say that Sir Isaac Newton was white, therefore it should probably be a white guy who plays him? Really? Fellas, is it bigotry for Sir Isaac Newton to be white now? Proceeding to broaden his argument, Pryor continued, it then becomes even more important to give people a voice and for people to be represented, especially for young people growing up who might be trans or from any minority. If they can see themselves on screen, then that can be a huge lifeline for some people. That can make them feel part of the world, which indeed they are. So I don't think most people, and I certainly don't have a problem with representation in general as a concept, but the thing is, sometimes Sometimes entertainment should just be entertainment. And I think for a lot of Doctor Who fans, they liked the show because it was about sci-fi and it was just entertaining. It portrayed an interesting world and they liked going on adventures with the Doctor every week. And I think a lot of fans are just kind of wishing at this point that the people involved with making Doctor Who, including the casting director, that that would be their goal to continue making entertaining episodes where we get lost in these different sci-fi worlds and where the doctor can work with his companions to, you know, find a way out and save the world and live again another day. That's not necessarily a totally different mission statement than wanting minority and trans voices to be represented on screen, but they're not the same mission. Like there can be overlap sometimes there, I suppose. If Doctor Who for you, for this casting director becomes mostly or even mainly a platform to give minority and trans voices representation, well then that that's just 
just a different show. I'm reading more of this interview, it kind of seems to me at least that perhaps this casting director is more interested in the activism of it all rather than the entertainment. Fire is also quoted as saying, social media is a bit of a dangerous place because I think people get sucked into saying things that I don't know that they truly believe, he questioned. It just becomes a game for them. Unfortunately, real life isn't a game and I think it's important to stand up for people who are marginalized. Growing up as a gay man, I'm as aware as anybody else of how this stuff makes you feel when you see it, how that negativity can affect you. I don't really think anyone should have to go through that. It's an important thing for me, he said. It's an important thing for Russell and the whole Doctor Who team. There are so many ways of telling a story and the more you can introduce other ideas and other kinds of people, the more exciting it is. Is that the case though? Is it really the truth that the more gender identities, the more sexualities and the more races that a show has, the better and more exciting it is? I. I have yet to see that be the case. You know what, it is fine if this casting director believes that and that is how he judges the success, the merits of a show. But I think, again, just for most Doctor Who fans, it really wasn't about the intersectionality. It was actually about the sci-fi. In any case though, the reason why I wanted to touch on this interview is that with people like that behind the scenes of the show, is it any wonder that it is the wokest thing people are probably seeing on TV right now. That's basically all I have to say though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It helps us out so, so much. Until next time.